Good whatever time of day it is you are listening. This is the PNA Podcast Express. Woo! Not sure if it's going to be a quick trip or not. I have no idea. Actually, don't give a shit. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Once again, we're at the Blue Water Inn. <laughs> the old 6-9. Six, 6-9. Nine. Six, nine. Sorry, I had to pause there for a second. You think didn't about know where, where you were at. at. Yeah. That's where okay. am I? Where am I? That seems pretty solid. That's what happens. Uh, you'll have that on these big jobs. And yeah. uh, I just see an open mic over there. It's okay. Yeah, it's just sitting there hanging out. You know, maybe Junior will come back on. Perhaps. He's solid. He's a fan. Yeah. So last episode, what a what an adventure. What did that go like? An hour twenty, hour thirty? Yeah, something like that. Goodness gracious. We had uh, Katie called in from Alaska. That was my high point of that episode. Uh Dorothy being on was was definitely amazing. Kyle, you were good too. Um Yeah. I just yeah. A lot of COVID talk. Yeah. I know. Nah. I can still taste it. Right. Yeah, it's which oh wait, no, I can't. It's COVID. Oh shit. Oh, <laughs> very gay. Oh, shit. Do you remember that? So, <laughs> so like last episode, I talked about how I listened finally to the first time to a full episode of our podcast, and it was on where Tony was on, and we were talking about shit and the Joel McHale thing. Is that a name drop? Is that a name drop? <laughs> uh, no, I actually know Joel McHale. Sorry. I like, yeah, it's a name drop, but. But when you, it's not like, well, one time I was sitting on a bench at an airport. And, and Joel McHale sat beside me. No, I like hung out with him, knew him. He knows my name. Like that's, is that legit? That's pretty legit. <sighs> but yet yeah. I'm the asshole in this story. You're every story, Phil. Oh, God. That's what I'm trying to tell. Like, how is it I'm the asshole in every story? Um, well, I think it's a phenomenon they call being an asshole. Right. From your butthole headquarters. So, we just can't help it. And we confirmed, too, with Kyle that his person that we talked about, the mask, that I work at the same place. Yes, that's confirmed. Yes. Uh, Just tying up loose ends from the last podcast. Excuse me there. Sorry. On the previous episode of the PNA Podcast Express. <laughs> Thank you for that. So, any gear grinds? I, you know, I've gotten most of my anger out. Really? I mean, I have a lot of gear grinds. So, our, our podcast it is very therapeutic. Yes. Like, we literally bear our souls on this thing and we get a lot of that shit out i mean yeah well this is our therapy session people think we do this for right. fun or for profit no this saves us money and oh. not going to a psychiatrist <laughs> right there are no profits but there are gains yes yes yeah there is much more to this podcast than than what most people would think well they just go on there to talk and be funny no we talk we go on here to drink and drown our sorrows Right. My goodness, those sorrows. Which, mine are pretty well drowned tonight. <laughs> well, you have a DD, and so do I. Yes. That, that's theater of the mind. <laughs> uh, uh, we're going to be just fine, folks. But St. Patrick's Day is coming up very, very shit. soon. Yeah, what day is that? Well, it's, it's March 17th every year. But it's next well, Thursday, gonna, next and Thursday? this is on a Thursday. This episode will be released, I hope. Yes. And uh, so we're one week away. So and St. Patrick's Day is a love-hate relationship. So I know that we talked about last episode, last week, because it was February 28th. That's when I started going steady with my ex-girlfriend that I love. Yes. So March 17th is when I actually formally, I already was married, but formally had the formal wedding with my ex-wife. 
was on St. Patrick's Day in oh. Seattle. Yeah. You no. had to have another one in Seattle? Well, here's the weird thing. She kind of wanted it, but I wanted to give her the whatever. So it was the dress, the horse-drawn carriage, the St. Patrick's Day was on a Friday, the green, and fancy hotel, fancy everything. I I tried to do my best. Obviously, it wasn't enough. But, uh, well, you know, it, it, it's so weird because we, we were already married. We had a courthouse... We had a courthouse lawn. I'm like, what the hell is that? We had it's him tapping away over there. We had a courthouse lawn wedding, and uh, we were officially married in the eyes of the government. Yes, for tax purposes. <laughs> right, right, right. So, so I wanted to still give her because I, I'm a romantic, I guess. Um, masochist, I right. think is what they call it. The masochist, yes, because I, I. So Punish, punishment unto myself. I'll let you continue. So, I I wanted to give her the the wedding, and I love St. Patrick's Day, and I no longer do. It's an empty shell. There's a soul that's no longer there, and she loved it. So I said, "Let's do a wedding." It was May seventeenth, two thousand six, in. Seattle, so it was a Friday, and like I said, we had the horse-drawn carriage, the photographer, the beautiful dress, the everything in a historic hotel, and thirty-five guests, whatever, because it was a destination wedding. Huh, yeah, here we are. How did that work out? So yeah. let me ask you this: Do you think if you hadn't have done any of that, that you might still be married? No, but I would have saved. Tons of money because what it called the Geico, they would have saved me at least fifteen percent, fifteen percent or more. Yeah, yeah. We should start Geico hyphen marriage. Right. We'll save you fifteen percent or more on your next marriage, and then we'll just tell people not to do it. I can't wait. I I actually hope she gets married to her current fiance on St. Patrick's Day too, because I'd be like, awesome. Just hope <laughs> I hope you make him as miserable as you made me. Oh, she will. Oh, I hope so. Because I don't think that... I mean, I know you've admitted your faults. Oh, I have tons situation. of them. I am not. I'm a very flawed human. But, but... But... To be fair... To be fair... It, it doesn't sound like she did a whole lot of great things for you either. The answer is nothing. Yeah. Other than provide children. Yes. Which, and then and then want money. Yes. So, uh, Mary and I too were married on the courthouse gazebo lawn, right? Whatever you want to call it. Um, and we didn't. We had a, a very small reception that day. Uh, we just went over to the park. My parents brought a cake. There was there was no big pomp and circumstance. It was just people we knew. And then we had a small reception, like a few months later. At the VFW Hall in Peck. In Peck, yes. I got it. I was there. Yes. So. Nailed it. You know, there there is something to be said for the simplicity of something. Right. I think that I almost wonder sometimes because you see a lot of those big weddings don't last a long time. Do, do people get pissed off at each other and they're just like, fuck this shit. Get I'm going to have the big old here. shit. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's. You know, is it the stress of it? We're spending all this money and it sucks, and, and this that's is part of suck it. That's you part suck. Of it. But if you declare your love to somebody, it shouldn't have to be a big production. We tipped the lady who married us like twenty five bucks. Nice. Yeah. Mary made her wedding dress. Right. I wore a suit that I had. Yeah. Um, my and you're still. And you're still the 20, and it's true love. Almost 22 years later, and yet here I am. I was, what a fool am I? Well, I, but, I just think there's a correlation no. there sometimes. So I should have known it when everyone that I invited to be in my wedding party for the Seattle wedding, 
hated my ex-wife. And as a matter of fact, Stoliker, which I give Stalls lots of props, he kept calling her Kelsey, which was my ex-girlfriend, and she was Kylie. And he always called her Kelsey. <laughs> and that's why we fought the night before we got married. It wasn't our official marriage, but our whatever. And, uh, you know, red flags galore. But Yeah, but at the time, you don't, you don't think about that. You're like, oh, I, I, I really care for this person, and I, I want it to work. But now it's really fucked my head up, you know? And uh, I, I have Ben and Natalie, and I love them more. I would never trade anything no. for my life with them. So, but uh, I got to deal with her, and it's just so fucking terrible. Yeah, but you know the clock's ticking on that shit, too. Yeah. Like, once, once they both turn 18, yeah. you don't really have to deal with her at all anymore. I know, and that's and that's not far away. But until like they get married, and you got to show up at a wedding and hate her, but like bury it. But hopefully, I'm rich by then, and I can whatever. No, I, I hear you. I hear you. Or just live my best life. That's it. Just well, I, you I don't know, have I was to just be rich. Say, just I, live my best life. I was given the advice one time that the yeah. the best revenge is to live a good life. It's one hundred percent true. Yeah. Absolutely. Just living your best life. Living well is the best revenge. Absolutely. Well, we're going to have to be entertaining again here. So. Oh, no. We're, we're several minutes in and we have not been. Oh, we have not been entertaining? No, and we, and we have a guest. Are you not entertained? Who's our guest? Ben. That's Ben, yeah. It is Ben. Ben, be ben what? Fan. He's from Germany. I'm Ben from Germany. Yeah. Ben from Germany. So we've had Alaska on the show tonight. Now we've got Germany. We're pretty sure we had the Middle East on the show earlier today when we were talking about your Uber ride. Oh, well, no, he was very oh, Hispanic. Sorry. Lift. Oh, oh, shit. So we have had Mexico on. Oh, shit. Mexico has been on, too. So, Ben, anything grinding your gears? You might want to get a little closer to Mike. Or, okay. That, that works. There you okay. go. That sounds good. Perfect. <laughs> anything grinding your gears? Any gear grinds? Anything bothering you? What's bothering? Uh, just the weather right now. It's kind of like it's oh, like yeah, the shit, Michigan no. weather is kind of like as always. You never know what's happening tomorrow. You feel like it's getting closer to the spring, but then you get hit again by the snow. And it's like okay, good morning, America. Yes. God bless this guy for not tossing out gas prices as a gear grind. I appreciate <laughs> that. So. What the hell brings you to the Thumb of Michigan from Germany? Yeah, weird. That's weird. Yeah. Everyone asking me this question always. It's um, I'm I'm lucky to have a lot of good friends around, and friends have a cottage up here, and I'm staying up here right now. And it's a uh, it's a pleasure to be here, meeting all the, the amazing people up here, and I'm thankful thankful for being here, and it's a welcoming. Everyone is here with open arms, which is impressive, and you will meet different characters here and it's awesome i'm thankful so ben what's your profession what do you do i'm in boating uh i got a company where we're building helping to support and make sailing accessible and affordable um i grew up in germany and munich my grandpa was a co-founder of a sailing club there and yeah soon as I, soon as i was born i was like in boating uh sailed my whole Life uh, supported the youth program, worked with Big Brother, Big Sister, with, with children homes. And the key is what I want to do is helping and get people back on the water and show them what it is to be there and especially to to give them passion. It's like when you, if, if someone is on the water, they know what a sunset is, what a sunrise is. But for yeah. some, someone else, it's, it's kind of like you, you don't see it much. But if you're down out there and you have the passion, you see it, it's unbelievable. And I love it. And So is this your first time to Michigan? No, I'm. I had yesterday my 10 years anniversary. Uh, wow! I lived oh, wow. Uh, 10 years now here in the United States. I came here in uh, 2012. I uh, lived almost four years in Boston, Massachusetts. Lived a year in Newport, Rhode Island. Uh, 2017, I moved to Detroit. Lived two and a half years in Detroit and a little bit of Florida. Came back here and yeah, now I'm looking for a new adventure. So well, I officially apologize for Detroit. <laughs> I think so. that is awesome. There's a lot of history. Like this was the wealthiest city uh, in the United States once. And right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah absolutely. So, what? Refresh my memory because I'm not sensing my geography. But 
what body of water is near Munich? We got lakes uh, close to the mountains. Okay. Uh, Munich is close to Austria, or then okay. you got the Alps around. Yeah, the Alps. Yeah, yeah. And it's like three hours uh, or like two hours to Austria, and then you go like three hours to Italy, and it's it's a like if you see the Alps there, and I got a lot of good pictures. Like you'll be impressed. It's it's a pleasure. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm just I was taken aback. I'm like, I don't know bodies of water near Munich, and you're talking about sailing. I'm like, huh? I'll ask about this. So. <laughs> How did the Great Lakes compare to other bodies of water you have ever sailed on? It's um, like the thing is with the open water, you can uh, the waves are always different. Like I came here, for example, on a cargo ship across the Atlantic Ocean, and is uh, like you you see the waves differently. Like we came in, into a big storm. Like I I love stories and I love uh, building, like having a story in my life. Like. In, ten years ago, I could come here on a plane, but I was like, "Why not doing something different?" I was looking for a cruising ship, but there was no cruising ship coming over. And I, so you rode a ship I across, was yeah, on a, the Atlantic Ocean on a container ship, yeah, as a guest, not as a worker, as a guest. That's impressive. Go on with your story. And it's like the you see the ocean, like you be in the middle of nowhere, and you can see how big you are. It's like if you see it on the plane, how big the world is, and you be just on the water, and you like, oh my god takes eight hours to go from Europe to the United States and now it takes you two weeks and you're just in the middle of the ocean and you see like that's the world's like 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 seeing it and get the feeling for it is unbelievable I would recommend to anybody like you can go to any port you can be in any port like you be a guest on the boat and it was unbelievable and it's amazing like having the story especially people like how you come to the United States and um, when I was at the border it was fun too like the um, uh, the border team's like, they are already impressed about the story. And right. It's, um, I'm impressed. Well, and I, I can tell you just from like even my travels here in the U.S. And I, I've been over to Germany. I've been over to Poland. But like even my travels here in the U.S., I've driven to like Denver, Colorado, which is about a 20-hour drive roughly. <sighs> and I've, I've flown it. And I would rather drive it. I agree. Many times because you just see so much. Especially, you know I mean? like, think about, like, you have to wake up, you have to go to the airport, you have to wait, and you right. go to, like, you're already four hours in, and this four hours, you'll be already on the road to go to places. And I was trying um, for business years ago, ar- going around the country, go um, on the, when I was lived in Boston, I was going all the way down to Florida, from Florida all the way over to San Diego, from San Diego all the way up to Seattle, from Seattle all the way to Kansas City, Kansas City, Detroit. It's like, I'd be places, and it's, it's amazing, like, if you have to, the the ability to do it do it really see right. the, the like my dad always said his dad told as my, my grandpa um told him it's like before you before you say something about other countries learn about your own country right and that's something like you have to see how big your country is to understand and what i always do too is like i'm not saying something about a country or something about anybody else without knowing this person or this country for like three days like you cannot judge about something without knowing like that's something really important. It's like for me, like knowing, not knowing about other cities, you have to live there. And I was here in Port Stanley almost like one and a half years. It means I cannot talk much about this area, but I love it. And I want to. After a few years, I would can judge about. I can be on the on everyone who grew up here right. and say like, okay, I lived here. But now I'm not. I'm just a guest here, and I'm respecting everybody as a guest, and be thankful, be respected too. And I love it. It's an amazing area here. Like you're like I drove all the way up to the sum. Uh, a week ago, the first time, it's to Port Austin. It's incredible. There's a lot of history around here. Oh, yeah. There, there's there's a whole so, lot of history, and, and it's it's a very unique area. I mean, I, I've I've been all over the U.S. and, you know, limited out-of-country travel, but, you know, this is a, for a, a very rural area, it's it's a very history-rich area. There's a lot of stuff that's went on here. It is. And, uh and there's just a lot of crazy stuff to see. I mean, especially if you go back with the lumber when it, the big fires. He's like, think about this. Like, um, I would say, like when we talk about like wars or everything else, it's kind of like when you go back seventy years, a hundred years, you know how big the area was. You like yeah, really right. have to get everything out of it. Like right. you have to think about there was only a few buildings here. Now you get a bunch of buildings, and just getting the history of it or the feeling or like the the stories, it's unbelievable. I love it. Well, and even looking back in recent history the last hundred years to see the little towns that popped up that were major major centers that now are, are really nothing you know there's well, nothing there now well and just and you know it Ben like if you perspective wise all of Germany if you size wise for I mean for our listeners Germany is the size of here in the United States 
what what would you compare Germany to? It's, um, I would say like Michigan, you can say. Like, really? Like, well, like um, with really, the upper and lower peninsula. Not a little bit more, like because when you go from Munich up to Hamburg, like to yeah. the uh, northern part, it's like eight hours drive. Yeah. So, um, so that's that's Europe. That's purely Europe, and so Germany is this concentrated per like place with all of these people, and yet we're the size geographically of of Michigan. It's 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 freaking weird to think about. Yeah. And that was a power. You Germany's a world power at one point, and that's it. They're the size of Michigan, literally. Right. It's weird. Especially, it's weird to think about. Especially when you think about the manufacturing. Like, oh yeah. Oh no. Oh, no. In Germany, like, I'm an engineer, so so many engineering things and principles have come from Germany, especially way back when. And I, I not to be a dick, but like World War II era Germany was an engineering pinnacle. So, But also the history about, like, when yeah. you look back 100 years, like, 100 years, Florida was not really established. Right. It's like right. 100 years ago. It's like, right. it's, it's nothing. And you go back to Europe, you already had uh, the train running from A yeah. to B, and they established just the train, go down to the Key West and everything. Yeah. And now looking around, it's like, you have less trains. Um, again, it's like, it's always like a circle in life, as we know. It's yeah. like, there's something where we got rid of it, and then at the end, we're coming back to it. And, but we're still learning from it. And... So, Absolutely. So, you grew up in Germany. Do you have to serve in the military at all? I did. I did eight years. I served in the military for eight years. You had to serve for for like nine months. Thank you. They got rid of it. Um, They want to get it back. I don't know what the politician is doing right now. But um, it was a good time. It's like I really would um, like we don't think about weapons. It's just about yeah. like getting the, the 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 feeling to go out of your family. Yeah. And you have to be get out of your um, support system, and you doing the first time some work, and you can get a feeling for what the world means to you. And I would suggest this to every country. It's like yeah. I don't think about the weapons or war. Like go get rid of this, but just getting the ability to get a teamwork, get a team feeling. I learned it in sailing too because sailing yeah. is teamwork. Like I don't like to right. sail alone. You tied it. Goddamn this guy. I tied it in. You got it. Thanks, Ben. Keep going. And that's that's it. Like in everything, like we cannot do anything alone. Like we right. always have to th- like th- think about the last two years. Yeah. Like we have to have the the ability to listen to anybody and to um, to get suggestions, but also like to make your own own goals, what you want to do in life. Right. And this is what what I feel is missing nowadays because what is your goal? What where you want to be is one of the important things in my life right now too. I'm changing. I'm doing things different now. But it's good. And the good thing is you have to talk about this. Like, don't keep it for you. This is what I learned the last few weeks, too. Like, talk with everybody what you want to change because there might be some opportunities. We're open another door. And Well, and I'm sure you kind of notice this. As you travel and you meet people, we're all pretty much wanting the same things. I mean, it's it's not – there's not this, like, gigantic difference between what somebody from Germany or or Poland or the Middle East or anybody – you know, we all pretty much want – the same things we just want to live a good life right and and have opportunities to do things and when you start to get that common ground with people the world becomes a lot smaller i agree you know and, it, and it's a it's a much friendlier place than what we're led to believe it is the thing is um what i learned in life i got always asked like um what's the difference over there it's like there's no different the difference is uh we speak in a different language that's all we got right. The thing is, we got we eating, we breathing, we we do things like it's like yeah, we have maybe a different building system of building a house or like, but at the same time we're doing the same thing. We everyone is working for a living and everyone is want to live a life and there's no different. The difference is only there where we coming into other situations of like thinking about oh you you're whatever like you have to you have to realize everything. Like I would say like close your eyes, listen to the voice who's next to you, and this is what the listener doing here now too. They don't know who I am they don't now see me nobody sees who I am at this point nobody sees all of us right now but the important right. thing is as soon as you listen to the voice as you grow up too you listen to your parents that's the first voice who you listen to as a baby it's like you trust somebody and right. like if you go somewhere and your your voice is comfortable and you listen people want to listen more people want yeah. to talk more but if you're raising up your voice people kind of like get scared or running away or don't want to talk with you and this is something what I learned in my life too is like I want to, like, as everybody want to get treated as they want to be treated too. And that's the most important thing. And for me, and this is what, how I love to be here in the United States and how, how I got treated. I'm, I'm telling everybody, I'm today at a, an amazing time with uh, friends. And 
I'm thankful. I'm, you have to be thankful. Like you want to not go go to bed where like all the things on your shoulders. You want to go to bed where like oh, I'm happy to. I'm looking forward to what will happen tomorrow. And especially like going like I always say like when you go to buy in the store or go something in the store, say hello, say, say good morning, say something to give someone else a smile. And that's just missing. This is missing. And so be sad. kind. That's it. Just that's right. it. Right. And people yeah. are just like, just be, thank you, please, yeah. thank you. That's, that's something is sad because we, we learned it as a kid. And yeah. um, like there's so many other things where it's sad to see it away, but I think it's coming back. Like I think the I, last two years was something where people waking up were like, right. wait a minute, it's like we have to do something. And it's like if, if we're always blaming someone else, it's not working. Like we have to do it too. Like we cannot blame somebody else. I would say like look in the mirror, look to the person who you see first before you judge about anybody else. Well, and, and I think, I think that could be one good thing that does come of the last couple of years and, and what's happened is yeah, everybody getting isolated and having to put up with yourself, hopefully that makes people a little bit of a better person. And because, reflective, yeah. Yeah, because they sit there and go, man, I'm an asshole. <laughs> so I, I've, I've got to be better. an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, very much true. Like, yeah. No, so, I, we, I, I, there's so much in life. Like, we... Like I would say, like, um, like I lost my grandparents years ago, and they meant a lot to me. It's like, sorry I, for I'm, your loss. It's like I'm, I'm really thankful that I was listening to them. I really, really was thankful that I asked them too. And this is something. It's not about grandparents. It's about parents too, and relatives, and anybody else. Like, if you have the chance, ask them. Ask them now all the questions what you have, and don't wait too long. And this is not only with your family; it's also with anybody else in your life. You wanna, you wanna make sure that that you get answers don't wait too long without like same thing if you want to order something order this what you want not order something where what other ones want like taste this what you want to have a taste and live your life as as you can but always think about family and family means ask everybody and everyone will help you and if they say no that's fine they're still family well i think he echoes very much of what i've talked about a lot on this podcast but he's got it that's absolutely right. That's 100% how we should live our lives. Oh, for sure. Oh. And hopefully that, that starts to become more of the common. Because I respect my elders. I can always learn something from them. And I want to. And that's why I'm here. My parents are still alive. And you know what? My dad stops by at inconvenient times at my house. But I don't ever send him away. Because... There's going to come a time when he's not going to be there. My mom will randomly call me. I'll take that call every day because I can always learn or talk or something can happen. And I'm here living my life, trying to do my best. Eh, could I do better? Eh, question mark. But I'm here living my life. On my terms, because you know what, life is finite. We're 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 gonna we have we all have an expiration date. That's true. Yeah, that's true. It's like, don't wait too long. It's like if yeah. you if you have the chance, like like I saw it too. Like when I moved here to the United States, yeah, I was not going home for a year, so really over a year, and then I surprised everybody, and it felt good. And it's like at the end, it's like it's not about the money. It's like if you want to do something in your life, you can do it. And the money comes second. And yeah. it's like for me right now, it's like the last few years. Um, yeah. It's like I learned a lot. It's like I took business first. It's the worst what you can do. Like business, yeah. yes, it um, brings you the bread on the table. But at the end, it's family always first. Family, then friends. Or if, if you have a partner, your partner is first. Right. Your kids and then your family and then all your friends and then whatever comes. But don't choose your business for life because it will struck you and you're looking back at the end, you're like, why did I do this? Why did right. I do this? No, nobody's ever, ha- no one's headstone ever said, I wish I would have worked more. Yep. No, absolutely not. That's it. Or, yeah. <laughs> you got to do what damn. you enjoy. We're not here for a long time. No, no. <laughs> you know, we, aren't. Of us. we aren't. Yeah. Because, and, I, you know, I can tell you it's, it's a flash in the pan. That's brilliant. Thank you. Holy fuck! <laughs> Phil's Phil's had an epiphany. He's no, he's out no. For I've that. had several epiphanies, but the thing is, we have to talk you, about things. Like if we like, I, I could. You just you just really talk about things that I talk about all the time, but people aren't comfortable with talking about. Like we're not here for long. We're not here forever, 
and we should do things that indulge us. And that's the bottom line. Like, we work hard. You can work hard, and that's okay. But what are we working towards? That's it. Uh, sorry. It's also like uh, what I learned too the last few years, especially during COVID time. Like, as soon as you talk about something and yeah. you see that someone is like depressed or like disappointed, like, look up to me. Give me a hug. Give me a hug and yeah. breathe, breathe it out. Let it out. Let it out. And then. See, that's good. Let's move on. I help you if you need. And that's that's right. something yeah. like I need it too. I need hugs always. Hugs are the best what you can <laughs> give to anybody because it doesn't cost much. It just, I, no. Hugs are the best. And I love this coming from a German. I love this so much. Those are the hugs we need. Absolutely. Well, it's nice to get a a perspective that is Ouch. not necessarily from the backyard here. Right? You know. And and to know that not, you know, worldwide, we're not that different. No, 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 we aren't. None of us are. And humans are humans. That's the basic drill down of everything. We the, all have basic needs. The one caveat to that is people from Ohio. Oh, fuck it, people from Ohio. <laughs> no, joke, joke, joke. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, thank you. God damn. It's like I said, like, there's no different anywhere. It's like no. we can come up with the different because someone told us it's different. But there's no different. No. It's no. Like well, and, and we're told how different everybody is all the time. Right. You know, like, you know, with everything going on in the world right now, you know, you're told, you're told what to think about Russia and the Russian people. And, and I've met several Russians. You know, Same. And, and I, spent, I, spent, I spent a month in Moscow. And, it, yeah. and they're... They're like us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they they don't, I can tell you that they don't like anything that's going on right now in the world any oh, better than all, we do. All the people I met. Yeah. Yeah. And, but here we are. <sighs> that's so sad. Just give everybody a hug, man. Just a fucking hug. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> the thing is, uh, mostly like if you, my brother said it once to me years ago, we were sitting together and he came up with this, like, if you only look forward, you don't see much. Right. And he said, like, you have to look 360 degrees, like, in the horizontal, and you have to look 360 degrees up and down, too, because there's something maybe behind of you, and, yeah. or above or underneath. And I was looking to him, I was like, oh, my God, you're, who are you? And for, <laughs> like, a few weeks ago, I talked with my cousin in Germany, and she said really good words, and she was like, you know, the only person where, where you've been your whole life together is yourself. Yeah, and I was like, "That's that's true." That's <laughs> Fuck, that's astounding, right there. And she's twenty-one. I was like, "Who are you?" The only person you've ever been with <laughs> your whole life is you, and that's all. Ben, that's amazing. And, and that's you and like your that sister person. said that. No, my cousin in Germany. Cousin, yeah. I was, I was shocked. I was like, "You're twenty-one." It's like, "Who are you?" It's like, that's what vision, right there. Yeah, very, very intuitive. That's astute. That's fucking crazy. You have to deal with yourself your whole life. It's like there's right. no excuse with anybody, with anything else. Like everyone who's around you, who's with you, it's um, right. It's part of life. It's like, like it's amazing having friends around, having family right. around, and be there for them too, because they will be always there for you. And your parents helped you to be who you are, mm. and gave you the, the be beginning of more. And should a different perspectives of this, but at the same time. There's always something better in life, and better right. means for me not there's more to get. It's more about like to to find out. Like you can find out. Like have you been in New York? Have you been here? Have you been there? It's like I've been there, but I cannot talk more about this. I lived in Detroit almost three years. Means I can right. talk about Detroit. I can talk right. about Boston. Uh, I can talk about Munich. And if someone else comes to me, it's like I know something. Like sure, I love it. I talk with you. I right. argument with you. But at the same time, at the end, I want to go out of this. Uh, conversation with a nice handshake or with a nice hug because like there's nothing about fighting there's nothing about who's better who's worse like nothing we can also agree to disagree right. is what right you don't have to think the same as 100 percent. that's that's what makes the world beautiful we don't have to agree all the time and i think that's the number one thing that culture is fixated on for a lot of things is if you don't agree you're outcast we don't have to agree. We can agree to disagree. That's it. Well, you know, there, there's a quote from the movie Dogma, and I, I don't know if you've ever seen that. No, um, I've seen it numerous times. I don't know, Ben, if you've ever seen the no. movie Dogma. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's worth a watch. Yeah. But there's a quote at the end where they're talking about 
you know, the fact that there's so much strife in the world because people get entrenched in their beliefs. And if people just had ideas, you don't get entrenched in an idea. It's, it's an idea. It's a thought. And they can be discussed, they can be manipulated, and they can be changed. But people get so entrenched in their beliefs that they forget about their ideas. And, you know, it, there's a lot to that in the fact that when we get so ingrained in that the way we do it and, and how we do it is the correct way, and it's the only way that it can be done, you miss a whole lot yeah. like of, of what the rest of the world has to offer and how they do things and, and the way things really can be done. And uh, I, I've always I've always thought that that was very profound. And believe it or not, that I saw that movie when I was fairly young, and it it, it put that idea in my mind that there's always a different way to do things, and there's always a different idea that you can pay attention to and learn from right. and and gain from as as a person. So that I've tried to always keep an open mind on stuff. Right, and the crux of it is you hit it narrowly right there, like very well actually. We all shovel down our what our perspective, and it's so easy to become narrow-minded. Like keep an open mind. That's what I always say to everybody. That's my life. Like right, what life. I've done. Yeah. Like I've been around the world. I've been everywhere, and everywhere I've gone, just I'll try anything. Let's do it. Let's keep an open mind. Let's try to experience things. Let's try to grow. Because that's it. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. Like what I learned too. Yeah. Like I was falling down quite a few times, and I'm not. Yeah. I'm proud of it because yeah. when I stand up again, I was learning about this, yeah. and not was. I'm not trying to fall again into the same hole. Right. It's like you always. As soon as you stand up, or someone's waking you up, it's like wait a minute. You know what you're doing. Right. Think about this. Really think about this. You might be doing something wrong. If you need help, I will help you or support you. Right. But it's like you have to listen around you. You cannot just always go the tunnel through. It's like, oh, it's only this one. Right. There are many ways in life. There's like yeah. Rome was built uh, not on one street. There were ma many streets going to Rome. And yeah. this is something what we learned in, when we were kids. But you have to make at the end the decision. It's like there's nobody right. else who's making your decision. It's your life. And you, as soon as you be 18, you make your decisions. And be thankful if your parents can help you or friends can help you and or anybody yeah any guidance any guidance is welcome right and also like you have a left and a right and a right hand like yeah. someone who doesn't it's still like you have something to to look up and and yeah someone might cannot open the eyes but still you have your ears but you have a feeling and it's i was like when people ask me what is sailing it's like sailing is a feeling like you're sitting on the boat you get a feeling for it it's the same riding a bike you get a feeling for it and driving a car you get a feeling for it when you drive doing snow uh, rain or anything else it's like you as soon as you have a feeling for something use it and right. give it to the next generation that they know what this feeling means and let them learn let them fall down too and i'm proud of it like if someone would ask me <clears throat> what was the worst what hurts like sure there was the COVID situation but i was not waiting for somebody i was standing up it's like okay what can we do and right. i was talking with everybody what you think because i don't want to go alone this path i want to see if someone else will go with me this path and this is something in life what we what what our parents did too they choose together to raise kids and they not choose by themselves like and other ones doing it different ways it means that hundred thousand millions whatever um suggestions or opportunities in life and at the end you have to look back you did it right or you didn't do it right then move on to something different and there's no wrong thing about this there's nothing wrong but well, and, and a lot of what you're talking about there, there's no guidebook for it. Right. There's no instruction manual. You've got to right. kind of figure it out on your own. And, and you know, in the end, you have to look at the body work that you have and, and say, well, did I do a good job or do I need to improve on something? You know, but the the job is never really done. I mean, right. my, my son is sitting behind us here and, and <laughs> that job is never really done. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. It's but like, like he didn't even notice. It's like for me, it's like when you teach a kid. Like for me, it's like I'm not looking about the money. I'm looking about getting something back as a smile or so. Like oh, thank you. If you get yeah. a thank you back, it's the best thing what you ever can. Oh no, one hundred percent. Thank 100%. you is more worth than any money when you want to give me. And it's 100%. like, like I, for me, like I like construction, for example, but I do it as a hobby. Yeah. And I had uh, friends ask me like, can you help me? It's like I can help you, but I cannot give you. Uh, I'm, I'm a money amount what you can what you have to give me it's like it's have to come from you because it's my hobby and I want to do I want to help you 
I'm right. not looking to get something out of it. I want right. the only thing what I want to get out of is the thank you and <laughs> right. something appreciated. That's all. It's like, and if you go through with through life with this, you get nice support in life. You always get treated well. And right. as I said, like you want to be treated as you want to be treated too, as you want to treat other ones. Right. Absolutely. I, I just finished up my eighth season of coaching high school wrestling, and uh, I. I've never been paid for it. It is a complete labor of love. And uh, every year my wife kind of asks me the same thing. She's like, is this the last year? No. <laughs> you know, I just, I like doing it. And, and it's one of those things that I feel like the return for me is I still, you know, I still feel that youthful exuberance when I, when I do it. And that's a return for me. But the other return is seeing what it does for, you know, the kids that I'm coaching and things like that. It's, it's, just one of those things that develops develops people differently it, it it's there's so much discipline involved between eating right and the massive workouts that you have to do to do it and then just the you know it's wrestling is always humbling you know somebody's going to come along and beat the snot out of you and there's something humbling about that and uh makes you appreciate the amount of work that they must have put in to be able to beat you if you right. put a, a lot of work in if they must have worked harder. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it's just interesting to see, you know, kids come in and, and, you know, even with my own kids, they both wrestled and uh, see them come in and start out as, as really meek and, you know, maybe not have a lot of confidence and then turn into people that, you know, have a ton of confidence and they're, they're very confident in their, in their ability to have a good work ethic yeah. and work hard for something and really try and, surpass other people just through simply outworking them right and uh so that that's something that i've always enjoyed about it and what keeps me going with it and uh so yeah i got asked again we just had our state finals tournament this last weekend in detroit and i got asked again so is this your last year (laughs) and i gave the same answer i have for the last eight (laughs) probably not it's i did the two like uh when i lived in germany i was the head instructor for the sailing club where i grew up and I built up a nice team because I always want to have somebody else too around me where like, okay, if I'm not around, who else can be there? And right. Because you don't want to have just one person, but the same thing. We worked with um, a children's home together and there was one kid who was a little bit, took a little bit long, more work, but we treated him as anybody else. We didn't ask like, where your parents? Like, we didn't treat him that as an outsider. We treat him as be a team player, as being a team. And one of the... Um, who were taking care came back to us and asked me like what did you do with him and I was first scared like what do you mean it's like he changed and we would like to know what you do because it's amazing he changed to, and I couldn't find the right answer because this was only me it was, it was the whole team who worked on this together and right. we didn't see it but the same thing is like, like we walked out of this it's like oh my god we did something we did something for the future we, did, we helped somebody else to believe in himself and at the same time to, to be part of our team and I like I would like work, I'm working on a kids program downtown Detroit uh, to give the kids the ability to learn to sail and it's for as we know it's like they're some low income but they only paying less than hiring a babysitter right and that's something like you give something back and it's like you see them smiling it's unbelievable it's like we want, we're building up something more right now in Belle Isle and for the future and it's unbelievable like I love it like I Hopefully we have soon more information, but this is something to give back. And we working now with the rowers together. It's like we have working with the YMCA together. We have the opportunity now that they can learn to swim, which is really important too. Because don't be afraid from the water. Like the water is something safe too. And we have now arrangement with the Coast Guard to work with them together too. Because you don't want to say something. Oh, be careful, the Coast Guard. The Coast Guard is not bad. They're here to help you. They support right. us. And it's the same what I always say too. Like. Um, the police too like don't say they're, they're bad people they're not bad people it's like this I was places where they where they talk to the kids if you not be brave uh, I would call the police it's kind of like sad don't do this right it's don't like, threaten with with something that is there to help you right right <laughs> you know and, uh, and, and you do hear a lot of that especially it seems like the last you know five six years there's a whole lot of villainizing of the people oh, that are there ton, to help you a ton and it, you know it's kind of ridiculous. And I, you know, I, I get the same thing out of I, I love watching you know former wrestlers of mine that go on and 
whether they go off to college, you know, I've had wrestlers go off to college and be engineers. Um, my, my son is wrestling in college right now, my oldest son. Um, you know, and he's almost done. But you see these kids go out. But then you see the ones that just go out and they know how to work hard. So they know how to be a success whether they go to college or not. You know, I, I've got wrestlers that work on tree farms and I've got wrestlers that work on, you know, in in different plants and different things and they they just they know how to work hard yep. so they're very successful at what they do because they right. they learn that that ethic yeah that pushing themselves and, and working harder than other people will achieve success right and uh it, it's always great to watch that i i've i've always been amazed by that part of it especially when you look back and like for me like it's like almost 14 years ago when i did this or 13 years And you're coming back to Germany, you're going to the yacht club, and you see someone walking up to you and, like, and say, says, hey, Ben, how are you doing? It's like, who are you? It's like, you teach me years ago sailing. is like, okay, and he's back. He's not running away. He right. They, like, seeing something like this, where you know they're not like, I want to do something different. They're coming back, and they want to help you. They want to support you because you did something right, right and they want to just learn what should we do not next because things changed differently situations. But... Given the ability to to have a, a next right hand next to you or left hand next to you, we're like, oh, I got support here. It's like, sure, guys, be here next weekend, and we do this, and you do this group, you do this group. It's like you're sharing most the moment of teamwork, and at the end, um, if they're over 21, you're, you can sit together and have a beer. And it's like looking back, yeah. like, oh, my God, listen, you know what you did? And it's like talking the old stories. And then they come back to you, it's like, yeah, you know what we did. And it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But that's, that's the best memories. And yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially, I don't have kids. And you're talking with your, you're talking like as a dad where like I like to listen because you have memories. And I would love to have kids someday. And that's something really like looking up to them, and they're doing it. That's awesome. Like right. When I yeah. like we, my grandpa showed us how to sail, and when I showed him that I do business in sailing, he had this biggest smile in his face, where I still remember. And he, I know he's looking down to us, uh, not only to me, to my two siblings too, because we still be in sailing. We're still supporting the sport of sailing, what he started. And without him, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't do things. And that's something it's like and your kids looking up to you still and that's awesome this is family that's support that's kind of like they will ask you like I ask my dad still like hey, right. can you help me with this what do you think about this this and that's family and that's 100% no no I'm I'm the same with my dad and like your grandfather was a huge influence on like I don't understand I can't comprehend not having my parents in the mix. And so everyone who's lost to your parent and Adam, you're in that. Yeah. Like I I don't know it. Like it's a weird concept to me. Like who do I bounce things off of? And that's weird. It's very weird. So once you mention it like I wish like they're here with me now or I like this is what you taught me like It's that's more like uh, good, yeah, good, yeah yeah a good yeah good story like uh, we were at the yacht club uh, we, Thank you. like um, years ago and a good friend she's like a sister to me and um, yeah. my grandparents came up and she they thought she were my golf and uh, my brother's girlfriend but she's like no right. no I'm not and my grandparents introduced them as Oma and Opa. Uh, grandpa yeah. and grandma yeah and there's like oh now we erica and george like uh their name and she's like i don't have grandparents anymore i was like you know what you can say uh oma and opa to us yeah it's yeah. so nice it's like you <laughs> right. always have somebody in life if you lose some if you lose your loved ones there's still someone who can call a grandpa a grandma right. or at the end you're coming to this age where someone would like to talk you will name you as a dad because you'll be a big influence to them or brother like i have many brothers many right. sisters in my life And many dads, many like I, I got here American parents when I'm here at the college. I was gonna, say, I was just gonna ask you that. Do you have that here in America? I have it, and I love it. Okay. I really love it. Like I'm so thankful. I was yeah. here today in Detroit, and um, they have the cottage here in Port Sound Lake, and they're like really my my parents. Good, um, good. I like uh, I call them mama, papa too. They're now my parent, my real parents, and it's it's amazing. It's like I'm so thankful. Like be thankful what you have. Like really, yeah, like, and talk about this talk about what what these people mean to you because right. it's it's not only a friend it's more than a friend nah. it's family and well, I, like i i lost my mom years ago my dad just passed away early december i'm sorry and uh yeah. but what they instilled in all of us kids so i i have two brothers and a sister is 
we've kind of all assumed that role of the person that you can call when you need to talk about something, the person that you can rely on to, you know, hey, I, I you know, I, I screwed this up. What do I do? <laughs> you know, so we, we've we've got a very tight knit group still of a support network that really helps kind of fill that void, you know, and, and so I'm very thankful for that, that my parents not only, you know, were very close with all of us, but they, they taught us to be close together. And that, that's a pretty amazing thing to have. It is like I, as I said before, like I'm changing my life because I lost it almost. I didn't like, I thought because, Oh, I shouldn't talk about my problems. And it's like, mm, everything is fine. Nothing is fine in life. Talk about this. And I do it now. And I learned my parents, my real parents in, in Germany. Um, I talked with my mom as I never talked with my mom. I, like, I was surprised. Like, really, it's like the last few years with the, with the COVID. It's like, I don't want to blame anybody. I was just too stupid to look one way. or like, mm, should be fine. Just tell them everything is fine. Nothing is fine in life. No. They, like really like look up like and I told them like if you like I started beginning of the year open up to me more and a other friend told me like just open up don't right. be don't be stupid it's like they what they only want to do is listening and say like okay what do you need how can we help you how can we right. support you and that's all there's nothing bad about this they wouldn't say like oh you did something wrong you didn't do anything wrong in your life you're learning about this and this is something what I really te tell everybody right now and I'm thankful right now to tell uh, big up um, more people at this point because you there's are. nothing wrong about this right. say it and like right now it's like my once grandma's still alive and I talk with her like I call her more now I call her more than I did the last few years I call I talk with her on Sunday and she's like oh thank you for calling me it's like grandma thank you for being still there right. it's like it's yeah. true it's like it's like for my parents too it's like you, they're so far away when my grandpa or my grandma passed uh, years ago I wasn't there, but I knew that my family was there. Right. You know, it's like you, as you said, right. with your siblings, it's the same situation. It's like you can be proud that if something is and you not be around, they will take care. Right. They will be like, it's only five minutes away. Like, this is what's the important thing about life. You cannot be everywhere if it be needed, but if you know there's someone around and it was close to you, give them a call. They will right. be there. And that's, I'm like, I'm, I love to say this, but open up and I did it and it feels good I'm still working on it and it's Ben um, well, good job I you. am too I'm the same way Adam will attest to this I'm trying I'm trying the same way I'm trying the same way I'm trying to open up I'm trying to talk I'm trying to be not the person I was the person I want to be and every day I struggle with this because I'm here right now because Literally, my family and I realize we only have so much time here. And so my parents are close, and I appreciate that. But at the same time, it's a struggle. But it's also a struggle I want to take on because they're not going to be here forever. And I want to be knowing them forever and my kids, too. And it's tough. It's it, it's all tough, but yeah, I think we're. I didn't mean to usurp you, but speaking the same language, like. No, I, I know what you're saying. It, it's, and what he's saying is exactly true. It's everything's a struggle, and people need right. to recognize that if you're having a struggle with something, that it's not you're you're not you raise your in hand. That. Yeah. yeah, you know you're gonna I find say, hey. That, Hey, this is not easy. Right, right 100%. Like, this is yeah. something, like, really, like, saying it to friends and family and yeah. other ones, what I'm doing right now here, too. Yeah. I can sit straight up. I can, I'm more released than anything. And no, you're fine. It's not. You're fine. This, we all struggle with this. We're all having a hard time. No one, I don't know anyone right now that I can say is doing the best of everyone right now because everything is a struggle as you alluded to like we can't not uh, the struggles are anywhere from one to ten uh, blah 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 but it's it's not easy life is not easy right now like we need help everybody needs help it's and like, reach out to someone else we need help 
the thing is like we can um, like we can like use the example for example with an apple tree like we can only reach as far as we can like we cannot reach all the way up huh? it's like what we see right now in overseas in Europe with, with the wars kind of like sure we, we can talk about this but we cannot do much it's like that's right. the sadness about this like what at the same time what should we do on the other side it's like right. we don't, like it's always hard to make decisions or talk about things it's always good to talk about things too that something is like as you said like the gas price this 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 but what can we do nothing we cannot right. do much like we cannot sure we can go on the street but what will it change like we have to drive to the place to go on the street it means we're losing already money onto this like right. be a little bit economical too the same things like but it's good to recognize it to feel like okay what could we do different what would be an opportunity to think about like do we have to do things in life do we have to spend the money for it or should be there something else and especially when you have kids you want to show the kids like hey we let's sit all together that's what my parents always did we think this what what do you think and then we make a decision together and we were like teenagers but my parents made decision of buying a house or doing something different but that's always the like showing somebody like we struggling too and my parents didn't really struggle I just don't want to make a decision where like hey we have we cannot go much more on vacation at this point but we still can live and we have something for the future and that's something where where we are is like it's um, it's yeah. if you show them already that it's not that you not be yes you be the family leader but no I get it your your parents wanted you to have experiences over everything else and that's amazing because that's what life is right experiences we don't it the, who gives a shit if your dad owned a corvette but you'll always remember that vacation you took to whenever you went to wherever god knows wherever but you had a good time because that's what life is actually about experiences it looks back in the 50s when they yeah. uh, when they came back from the world war and yeah. what they did they bought something and they keep kept this car for forever <laughs> yeah. they, were, they were proud yeah. of this like <laughs> like looking back so like yeah. I, I see old pictures from my grandpa and like being on a motorcycle and or like things were like that was their life and yeah. like it's not like today where you're going to a store like I need this 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 it's different life situations yeah. and if you um, see them like and you go th when they're passing you go through the house like what they kept is unbelievable they're not, yeah. they're not kind of like using things and like oh we don't need this anymore we're moving on it's like nothing was disposable oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know they and I, I'm I'm seeing that right now with, with going through my parents house you know they, they lived there for 40 46 years yeah and uh, together and uh, so it, you know just the the things that I would think I wouldn't probably think twice about tossing out and they're like they 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 kept that stuff because you never knew when you were going to need it and you right. did not want to waste anything and uh that that's one thing that we've kind of gotten away from as a society is everything's disposable now everything you know and and that's sad, sad. you know but you know one of the points that I I wanted to make as you guys were talking is you know we look at everybody looks and tries to do everything on such a grand scale so, like, I'll use helping people, for example. I, I saw on TV today, they were talking about, well, if, if you want to help, you know, with this or that, donate to this gigantic organization that has huge overhead. And my thought has always been, help your neighbor. Right. Because you have somebody close no, to you that is absolutely. Struggling. And if you can do what you might do to a, give to a big organization that you say, okay, well... I have a thousand dollars I can give, and and you give that thousand dollars to the organization. You're really only going to get pennies on the dollar to what to people return who on need investment. It. Actually, but, it, but if you if you were to give take that thousand dollars and break it up and give it to a few neighbors that need help, that goes a whole lot farther. And you can see it. And you yeah. can see it. You see and, it. And, you're, and if everybody does that, then nobody really needs anything anymore. We we can we can help people out on a on a scale that it actually means something and it's not this gigantic you know process and overhead of okay well we got to do this and we got to make sure that we right if we're going to give right. everybody a bag of rice we got to make sure that we give everybody a bag of rice you know you know you help people that well, are close think globally act locally yeah yeah 100 percent. so oh. i would say like you have a left and a right hand like yeah. how much can you carry on to give to other ones and right. it's like i would say like if i when i build up a team i have a left and a right and the left and the right had their own team too because they had a left and a right too 
they're building up their own team. It's like right. you're giving to the closest one with the left and right, and if you give to the closest one, they will give to the next two closest ones. It means you're already being this pyramid of like, okay, we, we give a lot to the next one, but right. as soon as they're close enough, you can see it. And if you like, you feel it too at the same time because you see somebody walking away with a smile over the thank you. Right. You're walking home, it's like, I did it. Yeah. Or we did it. Nailed it. Nailed it. Well, we should probably we should probably get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're at an hour on this episode. All right. <sighs> let me let me get back to where I can take us out. <laughs> All right, Ben. Good job. Thank you. I appreciate it. You've been Thank you. an amazing guest. Yes. You're welcome anytime. We love your perspective and uh we're doing our best here too. I and s- I I like your global perspective. I really do. But like I said, Hopefully it helps. I hope it Th- helps. I think this, um, like, Chunin came up to me. He's like, do you want? It's like, I was scared. I'm not, yeah. not really scared. I was kind of shy. But I was like, you know what? There's nothing to lose. There's nothing you to lose. You have nothing to lose, no. Ben. And that's awesome. I really and appreciate you've done, it. And you've killed it. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank Honestly, you. one of our best guests. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. <laughs> you've a perspective we don't have. Thank you. Thank you. It's much appreciated. All right. Am I wrong on it, Adam? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. All right. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nichol. Ben, thank you. You're a fucking amazing guest. Thank you, guys. Yes. And uh, Junior, thanks for recruiting him. Make good choices.